Welcome to Not So Extra Keto, the podcast. We're your keto twins, Raven and Michael. And today we're going to talk about stalling. I'm good at stalling, like <laughs> not getting uh, things ready when I'm supposed to and being a procrastinator. It's definitely true. Um, but first, we had a lot of requests for various recipes and stuff. So um, every every Sunday we meet up to record this podcast. Uh, we always bring a little something, something. So we're just going to introduce those and we'll be posting the full recipe on our groups and our Instagram page. But um, so what did you bring today, Michael? Today I brought what is my favorite fall time butternut squash soup so uh, as we all know butternut squash can be a little high in the carbs so what I did to try and keep it keto was I reduced the amount of butternut squash by half and replaced it with zucchini so that lessened the carbs uh, and the butternut squash that I got was a little bit on the sweet side so that balanced out the zucchini taste uh, and I just did the basics you know Onion, butter, veggie broth, if you get it, be sure you get the unsalted, because I learned that lesson. Um, and it's real simple, you know, just chop up the butternut squash and the zucchini, throw it in the oven with olive oil, salt, and pepper, let it roast, and then sort of simmer it, blend it all together. Super easy. And, and it was good. It was so good. Um, I really like soup, and... I haven't had a lot of success with keeping, you know, soups keto. So this was one that I love, and I know, shout out to Angie, I know she loves it too. We love this soup, so uh, we wanted to recreate it, and I think I did a really good job. It was super delicious. And um, what else did you make? Well, I did also make uh, the bread that we had discussed. So the the recipe isn't going up just yet because I don't think it's perfect, but I, I think it's perfect. <laughs> as soon as that recipe is ready, it's going up on the Facebook group. So you can always visit our Facebook group, Not So Extra Keto, and the bread went paired perfectly with this soup. I love the bread, guys. Like I don't know if it's just been so long since I've had bread or what, but it was so. So good. Like, I had to stop myself from uh, overindulging a little. But, um, yeah, very, very good. And um, today I made, like, a pepper steak zoodle stir-fry, and that was really good, too. Um, we'll be posting pictures and recipes in the group. But, yeah, I just, instead of soy sauce, use coconut aminos and brown swerve to to um, kind of reduce the sauce a little bit and I just used what veggies I had on hand and it turned out really good also. I, it didn't match necessarily, but it was still good. <laughs> we, we were coming from two different sides of the food uh, food spectrum, but they were, they were both so good. This pepper steak was delicious. It gave me, it fixed all the cravings that I've been having for Chinese. Yeah, it was, it was really good. So um, we'll be posting those recipes and you guys feel free to ask us any questions on the group and whatnot. But we kind of like, we like to talk about recipes, but we didn't want it to be like dry. Like, you know, one cup of this with two cups of that. Like, that's what we have the group for. So just kind of look on there and see. So that way we can keep the content fresh and it doesn't get stale. But um, yeah, so our topic today is stalling. So... 
I know um, we've all had, it's kind of common with keto, especially people that have lost a lot of weight, is um, stalls. So we kind of wanted to take this episode to talk about what a stall is, how to get past it, how we've worked past it, and um, kind of go from there. Okay, so what would you consider a stall? Just, uh, just a period of time you've gone without weight loss, or is it seeing no results? What would you consider a stall? I would say like a stall would be over a month where you don't see any change in body composition or on the scale. And the reason I say both of those is because in a month, you can have no weight loss, maybe even like a fraction of a pound in gain, but body composition changes drastically. So that's why we say, you know, a month really isn't a stall because your body's kind of fixing itself as it goes and it's changing and sometimes it just needs that time to change. So, you know, that's really important with, with the, you know, thinking that you're stalled out is to look at your body composition, take measurements. And guys, like, don't fucking obsess over the scale. Yeah, don't focus on the scale. <laughs> Raven knows this about me. When the very first time I did keto, I was obsessed with the scale. And I was constantly worrying about, did I lose weight? Did, uh, you know, did I gain anything? It, it was constant. And I found out what works for me is I basically weigh myself kind of quarterly. Um, obviously, I do at the very beginning when I start. And I'll try to go at least three months before I do it again. And I recently weighed myself. We realized I had some, some significant weight loss. But in between that, I do like to keep an eye out, like you said, for the stalls. And I like to see whether, you know, are my shirts fitting bigger? Are my pants fitting bigger? And we can see that they are. Yeah. So I've, you know, moved down a, uh, a size. So that was nice. Uh, so yay. I moved down a size, which was nice. So that's, that's basically where I was, just my kind of approach to it. Keep it easy. Keep it simple. Keep the math out of it. Exactly, guys. And, you know, we talked about it last episode. Keto is a marathon, not a sprint, guys. So, like, if you're finding yourself, like you know, not losing any weight this month, just keep going, you know, and if you find out like you're a couple of weeks past that and something has, nothing has changed, then it might be time to kind of reevaluate and revisit what you're doing because, <clears throat> and I'll just say this and I'll try and keep it real quick, but like, you know, everybody that listens knows that I was once way larger than I am now. And when I first started losing weight, I barely did anything. It was like, clean up your food. Boom, 25 pounds, 30 pounds. Like, it, it, it just fell off. And then as I lost weight, I had to start doing a little more. Reevaluating, like changing up my food choices, changing up, looking at my macros and maybe changing those up a little bit. So if you guys are actually dealing with a stall, like... It might be time to revisit, but what we really want to hammer in today is that if you're, if the scale hasn't changed in a month, that's not necessarily a stall, so don't get down about it. Yeah, don't, don't panic for, uh, for just a month, and if you're like me, uh, stay away from the scale for a little bit, and see if you notice anything, you know, 
physical changes in just yourself, or even if you just feel better. Uh, sometimes when you're doing keto, you start to sleep better at night. You're not sore the next day. Yeah. Keep an eye out for those things. Exactly. And skin, hair, like all that stuff kind of fixes itself. So don't, I'm going to challenge everybody listening to not just look at the scale. Like, I mean, it's important to weigh in because, you know, sometimes we go crazy with the keto goodies and then we start, (laughs) we start going that opposite direction on the scale. So the scale does have value, but at the same time, like if you're staying at the same weight, then you're probably doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it, you know, it kind of. Like you'll drop, drop, drop weight and then you'll kind of like level off for a little bit and then you'll drop, drop, drop some more because that's, that's been my experience. It hasn't just been consistent weight loss and really I don't know anybody whose weight loss has been just nothing but downhill. Like it kind of goes down a little bit then levels and etc. So um, just really don't get too, too obsessed about that guys because you know... I know, like, when you begin keto, it's kind of hard, and you're kind of busting your ass, and it's a struggle, and you want (laughs) to see that fucking weight loss. Struggle buzz. Yes, and, you know, just just know that your body is doing what it's supposed to do, and it takes time. Okay, so this reminds me. Somebody reached out, because, you know, if you follow us on Instagram, you know, Not So Extra Keto, you can see that Raven and I post various types of foods and different things. And somebody happened to notice that I'm constantly posting desserts. So, is all I make desserts? No, it's not all I make. Uh, Do I make desserts? Absolutely. And then I like to make them and tell other people how to make them because for myself, that was what was the hardest to... I have a sweet tooth and everybody knows that. That was super hard for me on keto. So I found ways to replicate what I like and I make the desserts they're also really Instagram pretty Mm -hmm. so anybody who got to see the cheesecake not this cheesecake excuse me the strawberry shortcake it's so good and it's a lot lighter on the carbs so no I don't just make desserts all day I do make other foods but that one um that one's really good so if you want the recipe I'll I'll post that (laughs) Yeah, and and guys, like, me and Michael, we just like to cook. Like, sometimes we'll post stuff, and we won't even really be eating it that day. You know, we'll just make it just for somebody else. And that's our goal now, you know. Like, our goal, I mean, we can do keto by ourselves, but, like, we want to help other people. And, And, like, I think it's pretty normal for everybody at first when you cut all the carbs and sugar to crave something sweet. That is very important, like, you know... To be able to satiate that and stay on track for us fluffier people is a big deal. So You don't want to get hangry. Yeah, and (laughs) I'm like the Hulk when I get hangry. Y'all like, I mean, Leo's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, yes, (laughs) yes. But like, um, yeah, so just because we're posting stuff doesn't mean that that's necessarily what we eat all the time. Like sometimes we just want to try a recipe that we found online to see how it is and, you know, whatever, so. (laughs) And you know what? That strawberry shortcake was really good, so I might make that again. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, speaking of stalls, I have gone through uh, a weight loss stall, and, you know, we brought this up just recently. We'll we'll call it a mini stall, because it wasn't for a whole month. 
but um, that's when I first started introducing exercise. And Raven knows, I used to tell her all the time, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm super busy. Uh, I was working a lot of overtime at the time. So, you know, when I, was it a stall? No. Had my weight loss slowed down? Yes. So I would say um, if you are currently not exercising and you're sitting around watching Disney Plus, because you know we all are. I was watching Gargoyles today. Uh, see if you could maybe get up or even do some like even walking in place while you're watching TV. It's super, it's something that's super simple and it'll just give you some sort of movement. Yeah, and uh, since we're talking about exercise, <laughs> since you mentioned it, Michael, uh, our favorite subject, my favorite subject. So, um, guys, there's more benefits to exercise than just weight loss um and this is one thing that's really important when you start looking when, when we're talking about weight loss stalls and everything if you find that you're exercising there's a lot of body composition changes that go on when you exercise like your bone density gets gets thicker you know like that weight that puts weight on the scale guys like so, I mean, if you're, if you're exercising and you feel like it's not working, just, just know that sometimes your points where you level off is going to be a little bit longer, but like internally your body is doing good stuff. Like you're clearing out plaque from your arteries, you're, you know, lowering your cholesterol, you're, you're doing great stuff. Your liver is getting better. Like we're not human foie gras anymore, you know, like <laughs> foie gras. it's so true. That's, I felt. Just... that's, that's what we used to do. We used to sit and fucking eat <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like the ducks. <laughs> I just had my, I, I, I wasn't human foie gras. I, I would say I had a trough the whole time. I would just throw in all the slop of all the drive-thrus you could think of. And pour some ranch on it. Yes. <laughs> and I would just chow down. But that's what we essentially did to our livers. We weren't moving around. We were just eating, 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 not burning any of the calories that were taken in. So where does that fat go? It goes on our ass, on our stomach, and in our liver, you know? You so. know, it took me a while. It wasn't until I started looking like the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I realized, yeah, someone kept following me singing Oompa Loompa and I got scared. And it's when I started to realize that I really needed to lose some weight. And uh, that, was, <laughs> that was the first time that I decided to do keto. And it was during a stall that I first got discouraged. That's when I first got discouraged and fell off the very first time. Yeah. And it was so easy. And, you know, we talked about it last time. I've earned this. This is my reward. And I think what maybe triggered that stall was the artificial sweeteners oh, yeah. that I had been consuming. Because let me tell you, I, I was like the Splenda king. Everything had Splenda. Every, every time I wanted sweet tea, it was going to be with Splenda. I was, you know, using it for everything. Now, you know, not to come down on Splenda... You know, people are divided. I'm on the Splenda well, side. And I mean, with what he's about to say, it does have to do with your body type and what you can actually tolerate. So, so uh, what, what I was going to say was Epstein didn't kill himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we won't. What, what I was going to say was um, 
the the artificial sweeteners, I was I was basically just replacing sugar with them. And while they are good and they are really helpful to fight off some cravings, the the sugar alcohol and everything, it was still sort of sticking to my ribs. Yeah. You know, it was still uh it was, it was still not aiding me in weight loss. And the very first time that I got back on keto, and right after that, when I hit that stall again, that's when I decided to change it up. That's when I stopped using, um, you know, so much Splenda and started moving towards Stevia, started moving towards monk fruit. And even those are not, you know, let's say, I mean, even, even those can still sort of affect your weight, but they're, they're better for you. Well, yeah, and I mean, that that again boils down to what each person can tolerate. Like, I know people that can't do stevia at all, like it makes them bloated and everything else. And then, you know, I would just say if you're stalling, look out for the main culprits, which, you know, not knocking Splenda. I tolerate Splenda very well personally, but usually it's sucralose, aspartame, and maltitol. Those are, like, usually the ones that will fuck up your progress. I, I, I can't be professional about it all, all the way, you know? Like, I, I got the names right, but, um, you know, like, that kind of stuff can really, like, like we talked about before, some of those can spike your blood sugar still, mm-hmm. even if it's not sugar. So, guys, like, when we cut our carbs, like, we want to make sure that we're not getting those, those blood sugar spikes. You know, so um, it, that maybe it's time to reevaluate what you're really eating. Are you eating like a keto <laughs> asshole? You know, oh. like <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> yes, you know, it's like okay, so I'm not losing weight. I've been keeping my carbs under, and one of the things that helps me sometimes is um, I'll switch from net carbs to total carbs. Because net carbs are great, and I love staying under 20 net carbs. But if you're actually in a stall, try doing 30 total carbs a day and watch the progress. God, like, I wish I had your discipline. <laughs> like, just just try it and, and watch what happens. And then that can kind of, you know, you don't have to stay like that if you don't want to. But, like, you can kind of gauge, okay, so I'm keeping my total carbs under 30 grams, like, you know, what's going on now? Sometimes people like dairy can stall out your weight loss. You know, um, there's there's a lot of different elements that can do that. Sometimes going over on your protein. Some people up their protein and they fucking, the weight flies off of them. Shout out to Brian. But, um, you know, it just depends. Sometimes you just have to reevaluate and make certain little changes. And that's where, like... Keeping a photo log of progress pictures or like a journal or something can really come in handy. They have to be full progress pictures. They can't just do your face. Yes. You have got to you got to bite the bullet, take the whole picture. Yep. You can you can lock them away if you need to. Oh yeah. But uh, one of the things that I I did and it helped and I really enjoyed it was when I started making like keto shakes in the morning. If you remember that time, I was putting together like cream cheese and ice and heavy whipping cream and a little bit of the strawberry jam that's homemade and blending all that together, 
making like a nice creamy sort of, you know, adding the MCT oil, of course, and making it like nice and creamy, and that was my breakfast. And that sort of kick-started my weight loss again. Yeah, and some people fast. Like, um, I just got done doing a 26-hour fast, and um, I can really honestly say, coming past that, that that's not for me. <laughs> never again. I mean, I'm not going to say never again, but, like, it just definitely wasn't something that I would in, that I would be into. Um but some people do that. Some people do the beef and butter fast where they just eat, like, ground beef and butter. And, like, so here's my thing with that, guys. I'm not going to tell anybody not to do anything. I mean, that's keto. So, yeah. A. But if you were like I was, then it's probably not. That's kind of, like, borderline teetering on disordered eating again. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to have this and I'm just going to, you know, eat this for four days and I'm going to drop 20 pounds. Like, you know, just be honest with why you're trying to do it. Is it because the scale hasn't moved in two weeks or is it because you read that there was some great benefit to it and you want to try it? Like, that's the difference between healthy and unhealthy, you know? Have you done an egg fast? I have not. I have done an egg fast. Uh, I did an egg fast for two days. Uh, was it for me? Uh, no. Will I do it again? Probably. Because it did another time. Y'all can hear, I fall off of keto all the time. So uh, it helped kickstart kick me again. After, yeah. after a cheat day, I uh, would jump back in using an egg fast. Then the first time, I, the first day I did an egg fast, and... I was like, this isn't so bad. So I did it again the second day. I don't recommend, just from personal experience, doing it again on like a third day. Uh, because at that point, I had some sort of gastrointestinal issues. Um, and yeah, exactly. And didn't want didn't to go there again. But that was a really great way to kickstart after a cheat day. Yes, and, and that is... I believe where fasting definitely has its place in keto. Um, also, there it's kind of 50-50, guys. Like, we talk about everything, whether, you know, it's something that we believe in or not. You know, like, we'll just throw it out there for everybody because everybody's different. But, um, you know, one of the things that people do a lot of the time is they will do a carb load, like, you know, they kind of stall on their weight loss. They'll take one one meal where they do carbs. Like, most people that are real successful with it stick to healthy carbs. You know, like, they'll have a sweet potato with their steak or whatever. Um, and then the next meal, it's right back on the keto or they're back into an egg fast or a, a bone broth fast or whatever kind of fast you want to try. And then they get back into keto and then they start to lose the weight again. So if that's something that you guys think, here's a couple things that I want y'all to be aware of. And that's don't do it after three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be, don't be keto for three weeks and then be like, Oh, well I'm just going to do a refeed because <laughs> I'm totally stalled. Like, you know, after three weeks, some people might not even be in ketosis. Yeah, and, and that's the, the hard truth of it. I've gotten to where I can get in pretty fast. Yeah. Um, 
But I don't want to cheat right now because I've been doing so good. And I know that sounds weird, but like right now is not a good time for me to cheat. So um, that carb refeed is, is not anywhere on my horizon. And I've been in ketosis for what, like four months now? About this yeah, time? About four months. Yeah, it's been about four months this time. So, um, and then right before that, it was like a day that I, a day or two that I wasn't. And then before that, I was doing a different plan. But, you know, ultimately, guys, like, just be honest with where you're at. <laughs> be honest with where you're at and be honest with what you're eating. Yes. I mean, don't think that you can do breakfast keto, lunch keto, and then have a burger, fries, pasta for dinner. It doesn't work It's that not way. slim fast, guys. You can't have a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, and then a, a sensible dinner. Because sensible to me is not sensible to everybody else. Like, the people that I work out with, my sensible meals are totally not their sensible meals. So, you know, guys, just... Slim fast, you can't eat the ribs and drink the shake and expect to lose weight. Yes. <laughs> I had ribs today. <laughs> you can tell by my attire. I was yes. 100% dressed to eat ribs. Yes, he is, guys. He's he's looking relaxed today for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I look homeless. But... Um, he it's looks for, like a thinner homeless a person. A thinner homeless person. I know. Anybody who would see me would be like, he's not homeless. He's fat. But I look like a thinner homeless person. Uh, so when it comes to... And I, I kind of do want to incorporate this because it seems to be the, the way that I'm understanding it is it, not necessarily stalling, but picking up after a cheat day. So for myself, the cheat days have now become fewer and far between. Uh, I've been in ketosis for about a month, getting knocked out here and there, but being able to get back into it pretty good. So it's been more than a month, but... Yeah, it, it, it's been longer than a month. You're on like two months I'm now. on like two months at this point. And the last time I had a cheat day, I had rice. I had rice. And so right next, the next day following it up, clearly when I tested, I was not in ketosis, as we could imagine. Uh, it took me like three days to get back in. Uh, it was an egg fast for day one, the egg fast for day two, and then day three is when I started doing the, uh, the shakes. Now, during that time, I was not exercising. So how do, how does, how can I word this? You have a cheat day. Will exercising put you back into ketosis if you just start back on keto? I mean, exercise is not ever going to hurt. I mean, honestly, it's not. If you exercise a lot, you can actually up your carb intake, you know, if you so chose to do. But um, it definitely makes it feel better. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I can't really say, like, exercising. I'm, I'm able to jump back into keto. I'm one of those people that um like one time I had too many artificial sweeteners and I knocked myself out of ketosis and um and it was just one of those things that I did and I I had honestly thought that I didn't so that might be something else you want to look at but um I exercise every day and I was able to get back in within 24 hours so um 
it just really depends on what your body's conditioned to do. And as far as body typing, uh, Raven and I, have, we have two different body types. I'm like this sort of round barrel shape. And uh, so I lose weight in different places. So that's, what, that's another thing that Raven and I have discussed is if you are losing weight maybe from your hands, your arms, and your legs, but you're not losing on your stomach, you know, that is not a stall. No, that's a win. So that's a fucking win. (laughs) Because Raven knows I complain every single time that I see her. I've lost weight here. I've lost weight here. And my stomach is still the same. So guys, I I just, I'm just going to say it. Um, You know, my shape used to be brown too. So um, now it's less round. It's more cylindrical. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... You know, here's the thing, guys. When I first started losing weight, it was, like, in my feet. Yes. My ankles. Like, my fingers, I noticed, were thinner. Like, so, you're still losing weight, guys. Like, this isn't a fucking menu, you know? Like, you can't just say, oh, I want to lose weight here. I want to lose weight here. It has a lot to do with your body type, and it has a lot to do with your health factors when you start. Um as we all know, like, belly fat is the most dangerous type of body fat that we can have. It's actually better for you to have a fat ass and hips than it is to have that belly fat. So, um, when you start exercising, guys, and losing weight, we don't get to pick and choose where it comes from. This ain't lubies. Yeah, exactly. And, guys, like, I'm going to be the first to tell y'all you can't see me, but, like... My boobs were the first thing to fucking go, were they not? <laughs> Deflated. <laughs> yes, like they they just, like I lost all my boobs to fitness. And, and mine were not. That's the difference. And, and his this. were not, you know? So like, it, it's just, the weight's going to come off the way it's going to come off, guys. Like you can't pick and choose unless you're getting, if, unless you're going to Dr. Plano, you know? Like... <laughs> Then you can pick and choose where your fat comes off. But if you're doing a regimen of diet and exercise, like, it's going to come off where it's going to come off. But just know that eventually it's going to even out. You know, so don't get discouraged. That's not a stall. That's a win. That is a win. And I just need to remember that. Yes. I actually have ankles now, not ankles. Yeah. You know, like, um, one of my, one of my favorite people that I follow on Instagram, um, he, he's a young kid and he's lost like 280 pounds or some ridiculous shit like that. And, um, he, he talks about how his feet went down two sizes. Like oh, wow. that's, I mean, guys, like, we can't, we don't have it. And he had, like, really expensive shoes that he was sad about not fitting into anymore. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, guys. Like, I know I have, I went from, I mean, I'm an Amazon, y'all. Like, I'm large and in charge. (laughs) But, like, I have some size 12 shoes that don't fit me anymore. Women's. (laughs) So... Um, Come on, Peggy Hill. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, so like those don't fit me anymore because my foot's smaller, you know. So it's just, just take the win where you can get it, guys. Weight loss is weight loss and don't get discouraged. It's going to even out. 
But if you don't want to lose your ass, then go to the gym and fucking squat. Do some squats. Yeah, you know, like do some lunges. If you don't want to have skinny legs and look like your toothpicks on a tomato. <laughs> I may have described myself as looking like that. I believe I said a meatball on a pair of toothpicks. <laughs> But yeah, if you don't want to look like that, guys, like do lunges, like go to the gym, just, or not even go to the gym, just walk across your living room doing lunges, do some air squats, man. Like, you know, just, it's like, <laughs> like you can build muscle where the fat's coming off, guys, and you'll be totally fine. This has nothing to do with keto or exercise, but have you ever paid attention to how small Julianne Moore's hands are? No! <laughs> they look like little raccoon hands when she's holding a phone up to her. You just see these the tiny little like? hands. Like, hello. <laughs> just the smallest little hands. And I can't help it. Every time I see Julianne Moore, I think of the tiny little raccoon hands. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> It just reminded me of your feet getting smaller. I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I always get a thought. <laughs> For real, guys, pay attention. Next time you see a movie with Julianne Moore, look at her hands. They're so tiny. Are they smaller than Trump hands? <laughs> Probably. Oh, God, man. Ugh. It's like the little scary movie hand. Like when Kristen Wiig has the little doll hands in Saturday Night Live. Like that's what she looks like. Maybe oh my she gosh. did keto. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe that's her first weight loss place. I, I have no idea. Shout out to Julian Moore. We love you. But um, yeah, small hands. Eh, roll of the genetic dice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. So, Good thing this is our podcast. Like, <laughs> fucking whatever. We're just going to go there. These people are like, what the fuck? That's not keto. Fucking Julianne Moore's hands. Tiny little raccoon hands. And if that's the first thing that you lose, guess what? That's awesome. You went down a ring size. There you go, man. Like, I think mine was face, feet, cankles. Uh, face... I guess neck, I felt like I had a goiter. Uh, face, feet, cankles, and fingers. That's where I've lost. Yeah. And wrist. I have lost on my wrist. I don't need the extra large Apple wristwatch band. <laughs> the regular does fine now. Yes. So, you know, guys, just keep, keep an eye out on yourself. Progress picks are the best way. Um... I mean, some of my before pictures, y'all, are not cute. <laughs> some of my current pictures are not cute. Yeah, you if know. You, if you want to share them, we will share them on the Instagram. Just send us, send them to us, not so extra keto, and say, hey, can you, can you share this? You know? Yeah. If you're doing well, we are more than happy to celebrate anybody's win. Hell yeah. Anything is a win. If you were able to get up and go check your mail... And you didn't breathe heavy on the way back because you've been doing keto. Guess what? That's a win to us. We will shout you out. Exactly. And I mean, the the main thing, like, you know, we joke around a lot, guys. But like, we're here to like, spread some positivity. You know, like, I know, especially the way I sound sometimes, like, it sounds like 
I'm not a very positive person, but I really am. I just have a foul mouth. <laughs> My delivery is off, but like I fucking love when people are like, oh my God, I lost 10 pounds. Is this supposed to happen? You know, like, fuck yeah, it's supposed to happen. Like, you get it, you know? Like, I will be the first person to cheer somebody on. Like, I think it's all good shit. Yeah, 10 pounds, 3 pounds, 2 pounds, non-scale goals. Whatever you you hit that you want to share, we'd be more than happy to celebrate with you. Yep. Like, today, my non-scale victory was I ran 400 meters straight. Y'all, I, I do CrossFit, but I'm not much of a runner. <laughs> so, like, doing 400 straight for me was, like, fucking huge. You know, like, I fucking crush a lot of other things, but running is not my... It's not my thing, but I did it, you it's know? It's not your Fourier. It's, it's not my Fourier. <laughs> it is not my Fourier. Uh, so, um, that is a joke. Yes. So. <laughs> Michael's really not a ditz. So, when... Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, my non-scale victory today was I did laundry and put it away. All in the same day. Shit, yeah. <laughs> so that was a victory. But in doing the laundry, uh, I actually, this is what the real victory was. I actually had to throw away, and I didn't want to, but I had to throw away a couple pairs of underwear because they weren't going to fit anymore because they were now too big. So that really was a victory for me. And the reason I threw them was because I don't want to get to the size again where they will fit. Exactly. And, and that was motivation. Yes. So, you know, like, guys with stalls, it just is what it is. But let's talk a little bit about, like, keeping our mindset positive. Like, you know, like, you, you, you seem, like, we get it in our head that, oh, this isn't working anymore. Like, let, let's, let's fucking get into some mindset stuff because, guys, that is so important. And it, it can be really daunting when we think that we're going through these stalls that maybe we're not even going through in the first place, you know? So how do we stay positive while you're in a stall? So first let's see this, not, maybe not even weight loss or fitness related. What is like your happy song? What song do you blast on the radio, sing at the top of your lungs and it puts you in a good mood? Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> Everyone who knows me knows that it's Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. You know I love Celine. I could throw those underwear at her. But any time that I'm not in a great mood, I put on that song and it makes me happy. When I am exercising and I don't want to be exercising, guess what song I put on to put me in a better mood? Sissy That Walk. Sissy That Walk. <laughs> exactly. If you, I'm going to clap, if you are on a treadmill and you are hating your life, put on Sissy That Walk from RuPaul and you will enjoy it. It will put you in a better place to just, um, or Toxic was another one from Britney Spears. Uh, I would put on Toxic and... Raven has seen me pantomime so many uh, songs and it just helps me get into a better place. Nobody says that exercise has to be boring. No. It, I am not one of those people who enjoy it. I'm not. I always feel better when I do it because I know it's good for me. But I don't, I'm not one of those people who like look forward to it all day. Like, I'm going to the gym. No. I am. <laughs> I am not one of those people. But what helps me is listening to music. And... Uh, 
you know, there is another podcast out there. I'll look for the name. But all they do is play music so that you can speed it up so that you can listen to whatever song you want sped up to exercise. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was illegal, <laughs> but I'll try to find it. Like, if you wanted to hear, like, Blank Space from Taylor Swift and make it a peppy song, you could speed it up one and a half times and do so. So I'll see if I can find that podcast again. I don't remember. But, you know, get yourself into a happy mood. Um, you know, dance along. Nobody cares what you're looking like. I have sissied that walk many a times on a uh, treadmill and felt so much better while doing it. Yeah, and I mean, like, everybody... And the funny thing is, like, everybody has a list of hype songs. Like, um, I do... I do... I'm a part of an online fitness community, too. And it's like, they've got, like, 20,000 members. And they posted one day, what's your hype song? And then they made a playlist of everybody's hype song. Was it the Star Wars Cantina band music? Oh, my... No, that's my sex <laughs> that's music. That's sex playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, um, but yeah, there was like so many different songs. So, I mean, everybody has that hype song, whatever it is. I have the tiger fucking survivor, whatever. Like, you know, everybody has one. Mine just happens to be Africa because I fucking <laughs> love that song. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, like just get your hype song. Like don't dwell on it. Like if you have to fucking throw your scale out, then do it, man. Like it's not worth Mind fucking yourself over, you know? Like, it really isn't. Yeah, I mean, if you have to walk around your neighborhood singing from the window to the wall, do it! <laughs> and exercise it. It, it! It'll make you feel better. And guess what? Even if you weren't on a stall, it's going to help you out. Yeah. And I mean, like, I would say, and I, I think you could probably agree, you know, like, with keto, a lot, a lot of it has to do with the way you're looking at things. Like, yes. the 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 frame of mind that you're in. If you go into keto, like this is going to be so fucking hard, then it's going to be hard. Like if you're, if you're going into keto and you're like, you know, this, this might kind of suck for a little while, but I think it'll be good for me. Then you're probably going to have a better result than somebody doing the exact same thing that says this is going to be so fucking hard. And I've seen it happen. We've all seen it happen. Like you've seen it happen with people on our page. You know, they're just like, this is too hard. I can't do it. And then the, the another person's doing the same exact thing, and they're doing it. But it's it's all about the way we think about things. So, I mean, I know it's kind of off topic of a stall, but it's still very important to talk about because I know with me, like, you guys know I'm queen bullshit cosigner, like... <laughs> When, when I started to get those stalls before, I'd be like, oh, see, it really doesn't work. Uh, that was Brenda speaking. Yeah, yeah. Brenda would come in and be like, see, I told you it wouldn't work, bitch. Like, fucking go get, go get me some fries. Brenda can't come to the phone right now. She's yes. sabotaging. Exactly. And, you know, um, I just, you know, I just kept with it for some reason. And it, it's worked really well. But um, I'm not ever going to say, like... Just change your eating and everything's going to be awesome because that's not life, guys. Like, we have stress. Like, we we have all these outside factors. But if we can just control the eating part, then we can at least take something back. You know what I mean? Especially if you have disordered eating like, like we do. Like, 
You know, like that's a way to kind of gain some of that control back in your life. Because no matter if everything else is fucking going down the toilet, like you can, you're, you're, that's the one thing that everybody can fucking claim full responsibility for is what they eat. You know, like. I've never thought of that. It just kind of happened right now. Mind blown. Yeah. It just kind of happened right now, but that's the one thing, guys. And I think that's why so many people have that food addiction, too. You know, at least I did because, like, I was in a horrible relationship and it was just fucking horrible. And all I did was eat, you know, because I was like, well, he can't take this away from me. And, you know. Oh, and real quick, uh, just a small sidebar here. Uh, I did have someone write into us and uh, they happened to mention that their girlfriend listens to our podcast. She's doing keto. And he happened to mention that he was listening along and he heard the segment about feeders. And, uh, you know, we're not saying that everybody who is thinner or has a partner of the opposite size, we did not say that that was the type of relationship you were in. Uh, we did not say that only, you know, chubby chasers are attract like thinner people attracted to larger people we didn't say any of that no we were talking about our own shit we were talking about ourselves and anybody who knows me knows that i like them with a little meat on their bones yeah and i mean guys what you like is what you like period exactly and i mean if you are being fed and you want to be large and in charge then more power to you um what we were talking about was having that underground feeder that wanted us to get bigger but didn't want to tell us that they wanted us to get bigger that was basically borderlining on abuse yeah and it was it's exactly what that was was a form of abuse so so you know hey guy if you're listening no i was not calling you a feeder and uh, right and i mean like people are all different you know sometimes people And this was one thing that in my current relationship I had to say something about because now that I do have those healthier boundaries, I can say it. But, like, at first when we met, like, he was always bringing me treats, you know, like candy, the green monster, because y'all, we all know monster if you're listening. (laughs) I'm I'm all about that zero life now, but it used to be the green. But, like, and he didn't think anything of it. But once I started to try and lose weight, I was like, hey, you know, like this, we can't be, I can't be having this anymore. And and he totally understood and it was fine, you know. So there's a, we're just saying, guys, there's a difference between being sweet and being human being foie gras. Being a feeder, <laughs> being human foie gras. If y'all don't know, guys, like they basically like make sure a duck can't move and they just feed the fuck out of it with bread it until it it's geese, geese yeah, yeah. Or duck or whatever the fuck some it does waterfowl quack. yeah some sort of waterfowl but like they just feed it and it can't move to burn off any of those calories and their their liver gets fatty yeah. and that's what quote unquote makes it so delicious i mean i'm not a fan of it for ethical reasons yeah. but like that's basically the closest thing i could think of to what i was doing to myself yeah. You know, so... If you look like Garfield shoveling lasagna, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yes, that was it. So, hey, hey, guy, you know, congratulations on your relationship. We weren't calling you out. No, we don't even fucking know you, yeah, so, exactly. like, whatever, like, 
we're like a lot of the times guys like I especially me like I have zero fucks to give about my opinion like my opinion is my opinion I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna dial it back I'll correct myself from time to time speaking of on the ketone thing guys like since we're talking about <clears throat> clarifying some stuff um I'm not like anti-ketones. I believe that they... Wait, are you talking about ketone supplements? Yes, the ketone supplements. Yes, thank you. But um, I'm not like against them. I just kind of think they're ridiculous in price. Um, and one thing that I want my audience to hear is that you guys don't need to buy shit but food to make keto work. I mean, if you guys want to try the ketones, if you like having them in your coffee, fuck yeah, dude. I'm not going to say shit about it. But, like, don't think that those things are going to get you into ketosis when you're eating carbs and everything else. You know, that that's the only thing that I was trying to say. And I know my delivery is kind of fucked up sometimes, but, I mean, that just is what it fucking is. I'm not going to... I can't change it, so <laughs> I'm just going to be me. But, um, yeah, like, I'm not some keto ketone police woman you know like but i really believe that you can sustain keto with just food and i i know that i can do it and michael has done it and everybody else that i know that does keto has done it so what i was basically trying to say is that you don't have to buy those things you know if you like them badass yeah more power to you but exactly if you but you don't have to have them to get into ketosis you do not have to have them you can, ha you can use that money to buy yourself something else, something nice, maybe smaller clothes, hopefully. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, just kind of, just make sure you're staying positive. Like, we're, like, when we talk about stuff, especially, like, previous relationships, like, me and Michael have had relationships where food was used as a tool. So... We're talking about our experiences, but you know what? If that fucking shoe fits, then you can go on and lace it up and wear it too. Because we're not, we don't know a lot of y'all. So. You know what they say, if the shoe fits, buy both. Yes. <laughs> I, so, don't know, I don't think that's the same. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody say that somewhere. If the shoe fits, buy both. Buy both. <laughs> sounds like you're feeding into the relationship. Feeding into the relationship. Oh my goodness. We we have had some relationships, y'all, that we could be on that show, My Crazy Ex. Yes. So, you know, if you hear something and it triggers something in you, you know, and you want to look deeper into it, that's, you know, for you to do. That's your prerogative to do so. We're not trying to call out anybody. We're not trying to make you look at the partner across from you and think, are they feeding me? No, not, guys, not like, we're talking about our own experiences. Like, we are not with you guys 24 hours a day. We don't know if you're eating like an asshole or eating like a keto asshole. We don't know if you're being a Brenda. Like, we're talking about ourselves. Like, <laughs> to be fair, there could be some Brenda's listening. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, I have, I've probably been a Brenda in somebody's life before. Oh, yeah. It's like, what's that I know, saying? I, I know I'm getting all these sayings wrong today, but what's that saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you've been the villain in somebody's story at one point. Yeah. We've been the Brenda in somebody's diet, you yeah. know, at some point or another. Raver would be like, hey, do you want to go exercise? And I'm like, do you want to go to Pluckers? So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, guys, keto can be fun. 
It really can be. Raven and I have so much fun, not just doing this podcast, but every week coming up with what are we going to make next? What can we do next? Uh, what can we share with everybody? And that's part of that's part of why we have this podcast and this group. You know, if you if you want to talk recipes, if you want to you know share some pictures, we're always here for that. It doesn't matter if you're our one listener on the island of Fiji. Shout out to them. Shout out to you, Fiji. And shout out to everybody that's listening. Yes. I mean, really, hey, if you want a shout out, send us an email, message us somewhere, and we'll sh- we'll give you a shout out right now. So, you know, we have some friends of the pod, like we've mentioned Angie before. God, I love her so much. And she's actually, uh, between her and Raven, were actually the ones who inspired me to do keto the first time. Um, basically, Raven to do, for me to do something about my weight and Angie to do keto. So I owe a big thank you to both of them. And if you have somebody that you want to thank, you know, we're not saying that we're a radio station and we're going to shout out everybody. But if you tell us that you have someone that's helping you or even if we're helping you, give us a, you know, send us a message and we'll get that message out there. Yeah, for sure. And like, thanks to everybody for listening, because, you know, just just having people come into the Facebook group and be like, oh, my God, we heard your podcast or something like that. It's really fucking dope to us. So like. You know, um, I know we get into some kind of gritty subjects sometimes, but that's life, you know, and it's like I was, it's like we were talking about earlier, like for us, keto's taking that control back, you know, um, cause like, you know, we might go to start our car tomorrow morning and have a flat or something like that. And then our whole day is kind of fucking pushed aside, but you know, no matter what kind of shit life gives us, we absolutely have control over the way we eat and that is so powerful like because we can blame i love to blame oh i love to blame other people i love to blame other people too and things get hard you can always blame your friends yes and it's like you know um with with the the way that our eating spiraled out of control guys like we spiral hammed out of control it was spiral hammed out of control for real like we went ham on the ham. <laughs> but, um, you know, it just it's just one of those things, guys, where you just... Y'all can control the way you eat. That is how it's done. Like, that's how you do keto. You don't eat like an asshole. You know, like... And only you know if you're doing it. I know when I'm eating like an asshole. You know when you're eating like an asshole. So... Basically, guys, don't be an asshole to yourself. Like, I think that's a valuable lesson. And um, I don't know, man. Like, be positive. Positive is Positivity is so important. Yeah, you know, Raven and I can sound like we were uh, sometimes annoyed or anything. But it really is always in fun. And we, we do find doing keto fun. You know, if, you, if maybe you don't like exercising, get into the kitchen and try to make up some keto recipes of yourself. You know, um, if that's something that you want to try, like uh, Raven brought up uh, just, rec- you know, just today how she made the crustless pizza from last time. Oh, yeah, guys, that saved my butt, like, so hard. So, yeah, I mean, these things take minutes and you'll enjoy them. So, you know, if you, if you like cooking, don't let 
being on any type of diet feel like that's going to restrict you, keto gives you the most freedom for that. I believe that too. But yeah, it's, it's just something that I believe is something, having done diets, any diet where you can eat chicken wings and bacon and eggs, you know, I'm there. Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you want to jump into the kitchen and try stuff out, try it out. You know, if people tell you, oh, that it's expensive, um, you know, it's like any, any type of grocery shopping. You build up your pantry and then it comes really easy. Yeah, and I mean, like, we've always said it from the moment we started this podcast, just be realistic. Like, you can't, you can't be having folio wraps and all that other shit and, like, you know, um, all that, all those good keto goodies, you know, without spending some money. I mean, it just is what it is. But, like, you can get chicken thighs, that's the fucking cheapest part of the chicken to get. And they're fucking great for keto. They're great for keto. Tri-tip. Tri-tip is great for keto, too. And it's one of the, the least expensive cuts. So, like, get in your kitchen. Like, fucking experiment. Because we all got way too many kitchen appliances. Everybody I know has too many kitchen appliances. Like, start digging those bad boys out and try them, you know? Like, have fun with it and, and just... Go ham. Go ham. <laughs> uh... We were talking about um, doing ham for the holidays, and we got into the how we were, you know, growing up, we would have the you know, Dr. Pepper ham, and I was talking about, you know, how we would crush, like, ginger cookies <laughs> <laughs> into the ham itself. With pineapple. With pineapple. And cherries. And cherries. And then now we're talking about doing a ham with Swerve. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's all those little things that you can just... Make it your way and have fun with it. Yeah, and I mean, guys, if you're not having fun with it, then do something else that's going to make 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 it fun, you know? Like, some people don't hate cooking. I mean, guys, like, there's all these fucking places that will fucking make your food, deliver it to your door in a cooler, and then you can pop it in the oven. So, I mean, don't let food get you down. Like, we're here to live life. So. And before we go, let's take a moment to talk about Squarespace. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> Squarespace, if you're interested. <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> okay. Hey, Michael. Yeah. Today I got some Green Chef. <laughs> oh. How was it? <laughs> it was so easy. Shout out to Green Chef. We're not sponsored by them either. <laughs> we're not sponsored, guys. We're having so much fun. Yeah, we're just... Today's kind of like a goofy, fun day for us. Um, you know, we've had a really positive week, and I hope that we were able to get some giggles out of you guys and just remind y'all to not stress the fucking small shit and, you know... It's probably not a stall. It's probably just your body not doing exactly what you want it to do, but it's doing what it needs to do. You know, and don't let the don't let something as small as Julianne Moore's hand stress you out. Just <laughs> just go with it. You, you got this. You know, don't eat like an asshole. Keep it keto, and don't listen to Brenda. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And um, also. Don't be a keto asshole either. <laughs> yeah, don't be the keto police. 